welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an actual play podcast of high adventure, low dice rolls, and mysteriously shuddering wagons. With me is Magnus swearing, Stuart kissing, Ali giving me the bird. I don't even know if this means they've been connected. <laughs> Wakanda forever, buddy. Wakanda forever! <laughs> don't do that if you haven't been disconnected. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. That's like saying alpha with nothing to say. Alpha. <laughs> yes, Gwyn? We all went silent as per the rules. I was just saying. Well, I don't remember the context of that. You say alpha and Everyone else shuts up. Yeah. Alpha. What if you all say oh. alpha at the same time? I said it, but Ali just talks dry over me. It, this was like the bat phone. I mean, there's never more than one person needs to pick up the bat phone at once. <laughs> yeah. This was the big guns. This was no joking. If someone says alpha, you shut up and listen. Uh, like if someone calls Excelsior, you run to help. Same sort of deal. Exactly the same. There were things you don't joke with. Okay, uh, with me are Ali, Gwyn, Mag and Stuart, who play Enigma, Percy, Banbury and Tristan. You've heard their voices. Now see their bodies. You don't want to hear more of that. Ouch. (laughs) Well, yeah, but Ben, if you say that, they can just turn the podcast off now. If they don't want to hear any more of our voices, then it's the local radio station for them. We're better than local radio station. That's a reason to listen. Oh God, we really are. Even better than 96.4, the eagle. The hawk is better than the eagle. (laughs) That was good. That's all we keep you around for, Ali. For that one joke and episode that's gold. (laughs) I'm done now. I'm just going to sit here and drink my cider. It's the statistical approach to humour that we appreciate. So, when last we saw our heroes, you had travelled with the rolling people, the Lunzideren. Rolling, 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 rolling. And... You had been making your way as visiting travellers, assisting on their journeys. Tristan had discovered the art of the wind seed and found a certain aptitude to flight. Banbury was learning to read their language. Percy had been helping out with navigation and starting to triangulate the direction to their ultimate destination, whatever remains of the city of Malahim. And Enigma had been helping to rebuild wagon wheels, which are smaller than you remember. They're not as big as they used to be. (laughs) Just before we left, a high-speed wagon had sailed in, bringing news to your helpful friend, Grandmother Chi, that some strangers had been accused of a heinous crime. However, because you had proved yourselves to be Very honest and upstanding so far, she was having none of it. But it appears you are the subject of some kind of plotting, and you seem to have got or been involved in some kind of internal strife. Yeah, there's something up. Hmm. Scamola. Like a crack commando unit that was accused of a crime we didn't commit. (laughs) (laughs) I never watched ITV! (laughs) It wasn't called ITV, it was the (laughs) A-Team! Precisely! Did you just not watch one channel when you were growing up? Did you decide your family were just ITV racist? They were like, no, we don't like adverts. Not around here. We're a BBC One family. I'm not the only one. No, I I know a couple of people that experience that. If you too have experienced not watching ITV, do write into the (laughs) programme. If you've been affected by any of the issues raised. (laughs) People had issues with it having advertising for some reason. Seems to be the the main reason. No, it was just crap. I think it was down market. Channel 4 was fine. Yeah, I think we didn't watch like the ITV children's TV thing. So I 
never really watched He-Man or... Uh... What? Yeah, I know. This is some truth bombs dropping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough times. Anyone else? I don't enjoy Adventure Time. There, I've said it. It's out there. I've never seen it. I don't think you're the target market. I think you're a bit old. I, I quite like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Stick with Rick and Morky. Rick and Morky? Rick and Morky. <laughs> Mork and Mindy. <laughs> Mork and Mindy. Yeah, that's your age. <laughs> or MASH. That's what I was watching, remember? Throwback to the apple and marmalade story. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. MASH was good. Oh, the apple and marmalade story. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> that was a good one. So, to return to our point, uh, Grandmother Chi, the elder of the three people who sort of govern the wagon village you're travelling with, had told you that accusations had been made against people matching your description when you went in to join her for dinner. And shortly after this revelation, there had been a sudden sound of shouting and the wagon had shuddered. And it sounded like there was trouble outside. So, where we begin this week is that you are in Grandmother Cheese wagon and it has just shaken side to side. Now you can hear noise and shouting outside. And it hasn't shaken like you're accustomed to them rolling over bumps and things on the ground. This is different. This is like an impact striking it. So, Enigma tends to be pretty fast. What are you doing? I think the first thing to do is to disguise ourselves. So throw something over my head before I peek out of the window to see if uh, there's any bad guys. Ponchos and sombreros. <laughs> Ponchos and sombreros, ahoy. That's what I'm wearing as my disguise. People think you're from one of the Dwarven Kingdoms. <laughs> there aren't really windows, but you can dive out the door and it's hard to make out what is happening because it's night and there's the lanterns on the wagon, but you can see several of the wagons ahead of you seem to be moving left and right, and one of them, further up, has tipped right onto its side. Oh. And you can hear a lot of shouting, and you notice your wagon shaking again. You can see in the dark, further back, beside the wagon, there is a dark, silhouetted figure that appears to have be trying to grab the side of the wagon. It's about seven or eight feet tall. I guess. And it's heavy build. What do you do? Draw my rapier, somersault through the air, stab him in the eye. You're going to go straight for that eye. Standard. All right. The rest of you, I guess, are probably trooping out behind? Yeah. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Is it having a snooze? Yeah. Writing up a lucrative basketball contract. Nice. What? So Enigma immediately flies into action, heading towards this silhouetted figure. As you get closer, you can see it is humanoid, but really solid. And it looks greyish in what flickering light from the lanterns comes in. So you're coming in with your rapier? I'm coming in with a rapier. Okay, give me a hack and slash roll. Uh, dexterity? Dexterity is your yes. governing stat for that with the rapier. Oh, hold on. Uh, an intermediate success. I actually can't see what number I have. You got a seven. Hooray! Wait. So, yeah. well done. That's very good. You exchange damage. So, you stab it just as you aimed to. And um, give me your damage roll. Yeah. Yeah, you, you really hurt it. Hope it deserved it. 
Everyone runs out. No, no, that's Franklin. He's our protector. And you're like, oh, Franklin. Not Franklin the protector again. Franklin, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> you stab it right in the eye. And it just flails round at you. And you realise that in one hand it's got this massive, maybe it's a tree branch kind of club. It's very roughly constructed, but it's pretty big. Roll a d8. Okay, cool. You take nine damage. Nine! Okay, now. And you are flung sideways towards the uh, Does that the go other through armour? It doesn't go through armour, so take any armour you've got off that. Seven. That's still half my hit points. <laughs> Jeez. Wait, hold on. Where's my hit points gone? Oh, no, not quite half my hit points. Good news. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So who's next out of the... Uh, well, it's clearly Percy, Yeah, but he leads from the front. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So, Percy, you're next out. Percy, Enigma comes flying towards you as you come out. What do you do? Oh, I'm going to hit her for seven points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! That's, that's the only, only answer that makes sense. Bat her back like the hornet's nest. Bang! <laughs> Baseball is the New Hawks sport of choice <laughs> so you're just going to see if you can get her back at her opponents are you give her a second chance um oh she's she's literally been sort of flung through the air but from the the impact of this thing she is flying through the air towards you yeah i'm just as she sort of flies towards Boom. me i'm just gonna catch her ah! by the um, the hands and then use the momentum to slingshot her back around at it hey! amazing <laughs> Give me a dexterity defy danger. <laughs> Hope for the best. Yeah. That mm. is very there good. Go. Solid 10. <laughs> now we're back to fighting. I remember how dangerous <laughs> fighting is. <laughs> Enigma comes flying through the air and Percy just grabs her, swings <laughs> her around and releases her straight back in the direction that she came from. Enigma, how do you prepare to defeat your opponent now? Feet first. Feet first. So you're just going like, to go straight in their face with your feet. Yes. If nothing else, I've got my boots of, uh, you know, uh, parkour. Yeah. So I could just climb up them and kick them in the <laughs> face. It's the plan. I'm, t- I'm totally going ninja on this. Yeah. No. This, I've seen a ninja film before. This is rad as heck. And the creature is kind of slightly distracted because its eye is so badly damaged. So give me a defy danger on strength to see if you take it down with your sheer physical force. Uh, no. Mark experience. <laughs> <laughs> you just get slingshot into its body and then crumple up and slide slowly off. Oops, sorry. <laughs> I'm just going home now. <laughs> it's clutching at its eye, and as you come flying in, it suddenly turns faster than you would think possible, and it just grabs you out of the air, and then it starts charging off into the darkness, holding Enigma. Bye! <laughs> Who's next out? Avenge my death. I want to force Bambri out, but it'd probably be me. <laughs> And I do kind of have a plan. And this has kind of worked better because I was going to go bobbing, ducking and diving, but I don't need to now. Now, as a, a member of the Sky Seed, yeah. I've, the one lesson they taught me was keep your harness on at all times. <laughs> you never know. So I'm going to leg it out as Enigma's being grabbed and taken away. I grab the connecting 
uh, you've kind of we kind of got a strap that attaches to the back and I'm going to leap off and over the last few days I've been practicing sort of how to boost and I've learned that if I jump off and go <laughs> it, it helps to kind of catch the it it kind of almost encourages the thermals to catch under the suit it's a shame it's not do and sends me skyward now, as there's some flaming lanterns on the way, lens. I'm going to kind of grab one of them yeah. as I go up. And again, sometimes we have to do this. If somebody falls off the wagon over the last few weeks, I'm going to assume it was weeks rather than hours. You know, you would you would take up a lantern and then you'd kind of, you'd coordinate making these light zones so we could, you know, no one ever gets lost at that point. So I know how to not... Amazing. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm not going to burn myself in the middle of the sky. I'm just shutting that down right now. But you're definitely <laughs> not going to burn out. That's it. I'm just shutting that down right now. That's almost certainly... Like, one thing that you've noticed here is that these people are very careful with fire. And yes. that's because they live in wagons and the walls are paper. Exactly. It's it's quite risky. Also, a wildfire on the step is very dangerous. Oh, it's it's really dangerous, Ben, quite frankly. So they're very careful and their lanterns are designed not to allow flame to escape. Exactly. Thank you. I knew if I shut it down quick. So you'd have to roll extremely badly for this to go wrong. <laughs> oh, no. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to baby foot myself and end up kicking the lantern onto the floor. Oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> Give me a dexterity roll to see how well you take off. Is there some way to do like re-rolls in this game? I'm sure there was something where you got... No. Just roll it. I am, but I'm just trying to work out how to get there. It's the one thing I hadn't set up. One thing. The one thing that he hadn't prepared for was the possibility of having to roll the dice <laughs> in a role-playing game. It was the last thing anyone could have forecast. Here we go. With confidence in every move. Tristan leaps from the side. Oh, fuck me. And he just takes into the air. That's <gasps> charisma, not dexterity. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> it was a beautiful 14, other than that, though. It was absolutely sharp, 14. Well, no, I'm, I'm we no, Ben. Ah, hear me out, Ben. I'm weaving a performance. This is how I move the, you know, when I'm doing something... So this is your flight and your lift. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. You have persuaded me. <gasps> yeah, I'm trying to push the boundaries of my magic. Nice blagging. Tristan sings himself into the air, and as he rises, he does cast this glow, like the kite that he hangs off. The underwings are quite reflective, so the light from the lantern is cast more down. Genius. You can see more of what's happened, and you see one of these huge figures charging away carrying enigma and you see others by other wagons and a couple of them are approaching your wagon now so that's what you can see as bambri emerges from the wagon what do you do bambri how dark is it like from where we are can we see clearly what's going on it was very dark, but Tristan's lantern antics have actually helped with that. So you can now see that Enigma is moving away from you, being carried. What are the rolling people doing? Do they look like they're trying to fight? Do they look like they're... They are definitely fighting, yeah. The people you can see are fighting or trying to rescue people or get wagons righted. Okay. 
How far away is the the one that's got Enigma? The one that's got Enigma is perhaps 30 feet away and receding as quickly as it can. How far is that in terms of Banbury casting spells at close, medium or far? This is probably far. Okay, so at level 7, I've got War Mage, so I can pick three properties, one of which is far. Yep. So Banbury's going to shrug a little at the situation and then fling his arms out and do some mouthing of a non-verbal spell his eyes will turn black and from his fingernails will shoot black magic i'm going to roll the actual uh dice and see how horrifically this goes so my intention is to add messy far and the plus one d4 to it yep so i'm assuming we've rested repeatedly yeah yeah you you're all can be considered to be on full okay okay so that's on int that sounds good okay so at this level the glass cannon of Banbury continues to be even more nails. So, Messi adds 1d8. The 1d4 is just an extra 1d4. It's a 1d8 naturally, and the fire adds 1d6, is it? Yes, I think so. That's a lot of typing. So, you've actually done 16 damage there, Magnus. Yep. Boom. Wow. Enigma. Enigma. The ogre that is carrying you basically vaporises. I guess... My turn, I will fall. <laughs> I'm not one for law, but I will obey the law of gravity. Yeah, so presumably you're not just going to fall, though. You're going to do some kind of fly... I'll probably do like a roll, yeah. Yeah, some kind of cool roll. So you mean she doesn't get caught out of the air by a certain TTW? I'm going to roll so I don't, because he'd look cool and I can't allow that. I know. I'm going to catch you regardless, so do what you like, you're getting caught. Fuck you! <laughs> Damn you for saving me! <laughs> I'd forgotten about this ridiculous rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> this disastrous contest that you must always indulge in. It's character building. Yeah. Yes, I suppose it is. Okay, so Enigma, you catch yourself... Tristan doesn't dive on you, to be clear. Oh, for Christ. He does, Enigma. Don't listen to Ben. <laughs> because he's busy lighting things up. He's lighting it up from above, whereas Banbury's lighting it above, about lighting it up from on the nearby wagon. There are now three of you on the like front deck of the wagon, and Grandmother Chi comes out as well. And she is has a couple of knives in her hand, and as she's coming out, she's tying threads of silk around them. Um, I'd just like to point out that just now, we worked as a team. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it can happen. Like, effectively. Actually, that's the first time we've ever done something really well. It's going on my CV, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this journey is changing you. Shit. Yeah, we're having a hawk huddle later, but it's going to be a hawk cuddle. Ew. <laughs> no, maybe that's too far. Yeah. You can see around you several wagons. I'm just going to drop you on the map here. Whoa! I don't know what they are, but there's a lot of them. That's halflings. They kind of look like gene stealers. That's not halflings. Those are the ogres. There's a lot of ogres, Ben. They look like little snails or something. I thought they were snails. No, those are our friends. Hello, friends. But you do also have some halflings alongside, so it's not all bad news. So the pink things are actually the baddies? Yeah, pretty much. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven ogres. Uh, currently, yes. But there's a lot of halflings. There's three halflings on the map. You're getting more. And Madam Cheese just done a thing with silk around a knife, and I think she's got some skills what we're going to be like, whoa, 
We're just going to step back and she's going to, like, I don't know, sew them all up. Well, you got to have the right hmm. friends. So old halfling lady, our one friend who saved us, going to run forward and just get beaten savagely by an ogre to death. There's lots of other people mm. in this caravan. There are lots of people in this caravan. Or maybe the handle of a knife's a bit could cold. Be. Yeah, I know it could be it. Or maybe it's like that thing where the leather's gone and it's going to fall off and it's very inconvenient. She's been meaning to fix it for ages. Oh, it's really annoying when that happens. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of the scene that confronts us wow there are a certain number of what you might call ogres baddies and two of them are closing on enigma and one of them is closing on the wagon so all of these things are they of the same description as the first one that we came out and saw they all look humanoid they're all in the range of seven to ten feet high they look like michael jordan they look like they've been kind of inflated if you took a person <gasps> like hedgehogs ah they're cursed right these are the cursed folk ah uh, you get hedgehogs where like underneath their skin they get like build-ups of gases i reckon it's that these are indeed the cursed the hedgehogs i, I knew that ages ago i got it before banbury did yes and he's a wizard there we go it's almost like you're the lawmaster here yeah that's true so, Enigma, there are a couple of closing on you. You're currently off the wagon. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Glug, 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 Enigma. Glug, glug, glug. <laughs> on so many levels. <laughs> what do you do? Um, I'm going to jump on the wagon. Okay, Enigma's on the wagon as these ogres start to close. Percy, maybe they're targeting you. Maybe they're just targeting this wagon arbitrarily because they can see movement. Luckily, Tristan has them lit up. What are you doing, Percy? A Sudoku. Um, am I stood next to Madame Chi? Yes. Yeah. Can I briefly talk to her? Yes, of course. Madame Chi, what is it that's afflicting these creatures? These are the cursed. These were people like us who have spent too long out in the steppe. It's very unusual to see more than one or two of them. And, and what is the curse? Is it something magical in nature or is it some kind of disease? It is perhaps both. It is magical, we believe. But it has always been there as long as our people can remember. Okay, very well. I'd quite like to capture one. <laughs> Amazing. I'm sure they've probably got like caves at the back. I assume this is like a circus. Well, they've got the dark wagons that the goblins live in. Lob them in with the goblins. Yeah, the goblins will love that. Yeah. Do you have a, a net or anything? I mean, you sail places. You strike me as the kind of people that might have a net. We don't carry a lot of nets. Baljeet might have something. Okay. Baljeet's wagon is a little way away. I'm going to try and make my way to Baljeet's wagon. Okay, cool. So... Is this a regular occurrence then? So if you're asking Madame Chi that, she, Grandmother Chi, she says, no, this hardly ever happens. This is extremely unusual. Enigma's miles away, isn't she? I'm on the wagon now. Oh, uh, sorry, I want to get a drink. Wait, yeah, she was like 30 feet away. Enigma's pretty quick. I ran. Yeah, that's true, that's true. But she was pursued by a couple of these ogres. Exit, pursued by an ogre. Okay, so Percy, Baljeet's wagon is a couple of wagons away. It is over the other side here. So you're going to have to dive through a bit of peril probably to get there. Yeah, that's okay. What do you do? Have we stopped at this point or are we still rolling on? Oh, we, one had fallen over, hadn't it? So Yeah, one's fallen over. So everyone's pulling to a halt and also trying to get to defensive positions. Yeah, okay. In that case, I'm going to jump down off the wagon. Yep. And yeah, I'll grab a torch and try to 
keep them at bay with a, with a little bit of fire. Being very careful not to set light to the paper walls of the wagons. Safety first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. You gotta shut it down straight away. Okay, give me... What, what do you reckon this is? Do you know what? I reckon this is just um, intimidation, so it might even be charisma. Yeah, I think it's charisma. That, that was my instinct as well. Give me a Defy Danger on charisma. Oh. Get out of my way! Nope, nope, nope. Butterfingers. Okay, mark experience. <laughs> Basically, you sweep the torch in their face. And Descartes duck back, and you make your way over to Baljeet's wagon. And only when you get there do you realise you've in fact grabbed their attention. (laughs) (laughs) And they have immediately followed you. Tristan, you're gliding above the scene. Two ogres have just pursued Percy across between wagons. Another is closing on Grandmother Cheese wagon. Uh, (laughs) Grandmother Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Another is closing on Grandmother Cheese Wagon, and there seem to be one of the wagons just in front of you has been tipped over. So, what are you doing? Is there anyone currently being carried away? You can't see anyone being carried away. It looks more like the ogres are trying to trash stuff. Okay, so they're not... They just wanted Enigma because, well... Goddamn punks. So they're like smacking wagons around. So are they killing people when they can? They're definitely trying, yes. Okay, who's on the wagon? Who do I see on the wagon that they're about to push over? So the wagon that has been pushed over is the one that Banbury's staying in. But Banbury's not in there. Banbury's not in there, but the family he was staying with might be. (laughs) Mm, Did I get on with them? (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know if you really met them Banbury certainly did uh, Banbury Yeah What were that family like? How did they treat you? Oh my god Are they okay? <laughs> Do you, were you friends with them? Yes you, uh, You'd you say save them? Yes Okay you owe me I'm gonna <laughs> just double check that Percy looks like he's making it And he's a tough guy Oh yeah, Percy looks fine apart from ones that are chasing him. Alright, I'm going to keep one eye on Percy, but I'm going to swoop lower, yeah. but not too low, and release two arrows, because I'm now going to try and get their attention and just draw them off the wagon and kind of... Okay, if you use your bow now... Oh, I've, put the, I've hooked the lantern on the little thing. We don't always hold the lanterns, there's a special hook underneath the harness. you got a special hook, have you? Okay. Yeah, well, obviously. Give me that roll. Come on, Mother Dex. Treat your favourite son right. And you can see this reasonably well because the wagon is on fire. Oh, what? Just a little bit. Is there anyone on the surface screaming, like, save my children? You can hear shouting from inside, but no one, like, there are three ogres around it, so it's quite hard to get. Oh, shit, there is three. Um, okay, well, I'm... Oh, there's no way to... I can't really... If I fan the flames with my wings, that's not going to put it out. That's going to make it worse. That's going to, if anything, do the opposite, yes. Well, I guess I'm just going to have to fly low, loose some arrows and possibly land like a goddamn hero. Let's have a look. Here comes that roll. Dexterity. Uh, less, less than ideal. An intermediate success. You hit one thing you're aiming for or one other thing. Oh, dear. Oh. So, roll your damage. <laughs> well, sorry, lady... <laughs> damage thankfully my damage is pretty shit four okay and roll your damage again oh dear two yes 
Okay, sweet. That's like knocking a hat off or something, isn't it? Yes. That's like pinning one of their feet to the floor. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> you hit one of the ogres. Good. And it kind of whips around and glares at you. And then it's trying to swing this branch that's almost more like a spear, like it could be a sapling or something. It's trying to swat at you with it. And you also hit Halfling on the next one over. And in fact, it's Chi Ling. (gasps) Oh, no. Your fellow Windseed, who you've been working alongside. And he like grabs his arm where he's where you kind of winged him. He looks like, like, what was that for? You prick. I'm like, oh, d- my bad. <laughs> We're still buddies. I'll get back to you. If you want to help me, get to the sky. In fact, wing. Yeah, that's it. I'll call him wing now because I've winged him. <laughs> and he likes it. I'm like, wing, get your boys and get to the air. Let's take these mofos down. And I show him by swooping around looking like a hero. And he's like, I want to be a hero too. <laughs> okay, Banbury, while Tristan's trying to persuade people that Tristan is a hero... <laughs> to fight back! I'm filling them with confidence. To be clear, he was lining up to take a pot shot at these as well, so you're more adding distraction. Yeah, but he needs to take off and do it. Banbury, you've got the wagon there. You also have an ogre that's starting to grab the side of your wagon and trying to shake it and push it around. What do you do? Do I think that these things are of an animal intellect, or do they seem to be smarter than that? Probably a little smarter. Okay, so Banbury is going to cast Witch Face, or True Nature, Yeah. and he's going to effectively try and get eye contact with this beast, Yeah. and cast a spell. Rule and Intelligence. So, Banbury's going to look at this thing, and Banbury's nature's going to look different, but just to this creature. Yeah. See my nature, and I will wager, in my eyes you'll view the danger. So, this thing will look up, and rather than seeing Banbury, he'll see a kind of grotesque Banbury with a hook nose and boils and long hair and um, scraggly fingernails and kind of the classic witch kind of view that people are, are scared of. Yeah. And it should instill in him some fear, unless he's animal intellect. Okay. Do you have the spell text there? Sorry, I haven't read this one. Yeah. Choose a target you can see uh, and a nearby object. The target is afraid of yeah. the object. So with this spell, we've made it. So it's effectively Bambi becoming kind of more witchy. Uh, the target is afraid of the object. So long as you maintain the spell, their reaction is up to them. Flee, panic, beg, fight. Ooh, fight. That's not ideal. <laughs> While this spell is active, uh, you must take minus one ongoing. You cannot target entities with less than animal intelligence. Yes. Okay, I think this makes a lot of sense. It does say undead can't be targeted, however, so these things are undead. These things are not undead. Okay. In fact, what the creature does on seeing this transformation is it pauses, then it bows to you, then it turns around and charges towards Grandmother Chi. Uh. Well, that was unexpected. (laughs) Enigma, an ogre, has just bowed to Banbury. And uh, it appears to consider him its king. Ogre king! And now it's attacking your ally. Can't believe you're an ogre king. I mean, witches are uh, pretty up on the whole curse magic, so I, <laughs> I do actually want to look into this at some stage, but now's not the right the right opportunity, I don't think. Can't you just boss them round? Um, that'd be cool. You could just, like, demand that they all, like, mend everything I mean, and then I'd, go away. I'll give that a go. Yeah. So, what are you doing, Enigma? Me? I guess I should stave Grandma Chi by throwing a knife at it. Okay, so you're going to volley a knife straight at it, are you? Wang! Okay, so, throw your knife. 
Wang. Nice. Wang. That was a good throw. So roll your damage. So Enigma gets this lethally effective throw, which just ricochets off its armour. Oh, I thought maybe it just parted its hair right down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> just caught the top of its scalp, but it's got really neat hair now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's right. It just trims its hair. So it's now apparently obeying Bambury, and also it's uh, got n- weirdly neat hair. Glad to be of service. It just swings at Grandmother Chi, who dives backwards, and the two knives on the piece of silk fly into the air independently and start spinning towards it. Whoa. Of their own accord. Magic silk. So as she ducks under the blow, which is relatively easy for her to do because she is very small, these two knives start stabbing at it. Percy, your milkshake has brought Mm. all the ogres to the yard, but you've reached Baljeet's wagon and Baljeet's like, Master Percival, verily is it a pleasure to meet unto thee. Hello, Baljeet. Do you happen to have an enormous net that I could borrow? <laughs> An ogre smashes into the side of the wagon, which starts rocking on its axles very uh, violently. I'll casually turn around and punch it in the face so that it falls backwards and then turn back and continue my conversation with Baljeet. <laughs> Give me a hack and slash. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm very impressed that you managed to succeed with that roll. Okay, roll your damage. Uh, oh, I'm punching it, aren't I? So I guess it's just that d10, isn't it? So you don't get any plus ones off your sword, but it's still a very high damage roll because you're the paladin. Yeah. <laughs> which is a lot for punching someone. Or not, as the case may be. Oh. <laughs> Turn around, give him a tickle. <laughs> still better than I did with a knife. Yes, you punch it right in the mouth really hard. And it carved is like, <laughs> and then it bites your hand. Roll a d8. Ow. Okay, so you're going to take eleven damage. Whoa! Whoa! These things are harsh. You're yeah, wearing gauntlets, I... right? It almost bites right through your wrist. Do have armor on, but that is still going to be seven damage, which is. Still quite a lot. Which is a lot, but a lot less than it would be for literally anyone else. Yeah. Baljeet says, Nets, yes, I think I have something in one of my cupboards, but I'm a little busy right now. As he runs over and starts coshing the hand of another ogre, which has, like, grabbed the side of his wagon and is trying to, like, snap a wheel off or something. Well, if you want a job done properly, you've got to do it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so while these guys are having a lovely time, Tristan... You're up on a wing. I mean, there's been an interesting transpiring of events. So as I'm flying along, I've noticed that what I've suspected all along is that Banbury wasn't actually ever on our side. And now I've seen that he's controlling these creatures. <laughs> so I think the quickest way to end this is an arrow through the heart for Banbury. <laughs> I'm like, it, is, it pains me to... Good luck like, finding Banbury's heart. <laughs> he's already had it torn out by you. I'm like, it pains me to do this. I, I think of you as a son I never wanted. <laughs> so, you know, a son still, but, you know. Um, no, I will continue to... So the ogres... One ogre is slightly distracted. Yes, one is definitely kind of swatting at you rather than trying to tear this wagon to I'm going to try and fly around so I'm sort of encouraging them. Yeah, like that. So the other one sort of... Full, I'm going to try and create... Uh, I don't know if I can draw on this map, but a line between basically... 
these two wagons. So I'm going to try and give the most, basically the, the wagon that we came from, I'm going to try and create a yeah. space, drawing the ogres to the bottom, down the southern side of the wagons. Yeah. So that it creates a path, the shortest distance for the family inside to get out. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's really good. So this is charisma. This is you using your ability to distract them um i suppose so i was just gonna fly and naturally distract them by shooting at them you could try a volley roll or a two notes from one string but you think i might have more effect if i'm trying my magics yeah you could use your arcane art to try and draw their attention and draw them away maybe that's it i'm gonna try and fly down and because there's like little knifey like wing tips on the end of the wings for when they have emergencies like this i'm gonna try and whoom, fly down and slash them maybe oh that's very high risk okay you could yeah. do that with a dex roll okay i'll just do well they're the same roll aren't they really so you're good on both oh he's good the boy is bringing it home okay so you dart past so i kind of i I tuck my arms in a little bit and that kind of tightens the hour, the angle of the wings and I fly down and whiz the uh, wings past kind of the last two, sort of taunting them as I go. Yeah, so you've now got three ogres just right behind you. Obviously then spread my arms out and take up as high as I can as hopefully quick enough. Yeah, they're pretty interested. Banbury, it looks like Tristan's managed to distract the ogres at the next wagon, which is mildly on fire. I'm more concerned with the one that's trying to beat up the little old lady that I like, so I'm going to see if I can command it to just lie on the floor and be a good boy in my <laughs> witch's voice. I'm just going to be like, <laughs> Stop that, please! Lie down! <laughs> so, yeah, give me a charisma roll. Ah, oh, come Let's on, see how Ben. This persuasion works. <laughs> Let's see how this persuasion what is this works. BS, use your lamest stat. <laughs> You're the one using it. Whoa, success. Pretty Suck good. it up. An intermediate success. In fairness, I wasn't expecting to use the fear spell to try and charm someone. So No, but it turns out a creature driven by rage and destruction is kind of charmed by that. Hmm. So, yes, the creature immediately does exactly what you'd expect. And it just throws itself face down on the ground. It just barely flops on the wagon. And you feel all the springs of the wagon and the wood of the wagon flex down. And then it springs up and you're all thrown backwards off the wagon. <sighs> which is pretty exciting. Enigma, you're, you're kind of flying backwards off a wagon. Uh, that's my natural state. Uh, <laughs> that's my middle <laughs> you're name. always falling off the wagon. I'm, I am always flying off the wagon. So um, I'm thinking it's time to get a bit of gymnastics in. Yep. I'm going to do, um, I don't know enough gymnastics, triple pike, three fish. Don't tell them, pike. Uh, I think I'm going to aim to try and get on the top of a different... Ah, oh, no. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my little flip as I'm f going, right? And kind of twist myself round. I reckon I can land on the uh, wagon with the family on it that's a bit on fire, save them and be more of a hero than uh, Tristan. That would be more heroic than Tristan. Yeah. Okay. I've done half the work for you. And I'll do the other half. And like a team. Like a team. Okay, Enigma. Now, what's happened? It's like when it tipped over, part of the structure of the wagon has got a bit crunched over and you can see there are people inside and there's smoke and they can't get out very easily. But you've been spending some time with the wagon master. Yes, and I'm really good. You, you've been hanging out with Che Jiang. So give me an intelligence roll. Yep. 
Yeah. Nice. Okay, so Enigma, you figure out which of the bars you need to hold. Your knowledge of the structure of this is enough that you're able to actually figure out how to get, how to do this, how to prop it up so the people inside can get out. The family inside are able to squeeze past you. And it's absolutely fine, except then you realise you're now holding up this bar and the minute you let go of it, it's going to close right in and kind of collapse on you. So although they've got out, you're currently a bit stuck. Uh, But you have definitely rescued several people. Excellent. just going to drop you on the map here because I think that would be helpful at this point. Right, this is the bit where Ben gets our characters wrong on the map. No, I think I swapped them a little while ago because you kept moaning and bitching about the troubles. Yeah, and quite rightly so in our (laughs) defence. Moaning and bitching about the troubles? We started talking about the Irish troubles on this light-hearted podcast. That seems like a weird thing for us to chat about, Ben. I know, you are weird people. Well, everyone's thinking about it at the moment with those issues with the EU. Mm. (laughs) I think we should be more topical. Political. (laughs) I agree. Let's chat about the her Brexit or no Brexit deal that Theresa May has put forward. I think we should have a people's vote between the five of us. (laughs) Yeah, we're the only people who really count, so... uh... Will it affect trade deals for the Hawks? I vote to remain in Karis rather than becoming our own nation of Hawktopia. (laughs) Hawktopia <laughs> sounds rad. Hawktopia. Oh, suddenly I'm turned. 